Dr. Rusin holds a news conference and just further divides Manitoba. This and more on the Manitoba Freethinker Podcast. Welcome back to another show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're having a wonderful day as always. Quick question. Do you feel that Manitoba is being divided into two classes? Vaccinated and not vaccinated? Do you guys feel it in your like day-to-day life? Or do you feel like everyone is getting the same treatment? Uh, let me know in the comments below. I can tell you personally that I don't feel the divide yet, but that's only because my friends and family don't judge based on whether or not I've had the vaccine, and in turn, I don't judge either. Um, But I will be feeling the divide very shortly, as I was planning to attend the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, which as of now, I am not allowed to attend because I have not had the vaccine. So, and in the future, as more things open up and my daughter wants to go places that I won't be able to attend due to me not being vaccinated, I'm sure I'm going to feel it. But Manitoba, let me know what you guys think. I want to hear from you. Do you guys feel the divide? And um, if you guys do feel the divide, do you guys think it's being done on purpose? Do you think um, that's the plan? Divide the unvaccinated Manitobans and shame them. Let me know in the comments below what you guys think. All right, Manitoba. Today, Dr. Brent Rusin held a conference to give Manitobans an update on the COVID-19 situation. Um, Our current five-day test positivity rate is 3% provincially and 1.8% in Winnipeg. And there has been two deaths reported as of Friday. Um, But before I do get into the news conference that was held today, I want to let you know that Manitoba has extended the province's state of emergency again. Um, So from the the news release from uh, the the Manitoba government website, province extends state of emergency. The Manitoba government is extending the state of emergency in efforts to continue to reduce the spread of COVID-19 and its variants. Infrastructure Minister Ron Schuler, Minister Responsible for the Manitoba Emergency Measures Organization, EMO, announced today. The extension goes into effect Monday, July 26 at 4 p.m. for a period of 30 days. Quote, as we continue towards our government's safe summer reopening plan to allow for fewer restrictions, and further rebuild our economy, we need Manitobans to continue to follow the fundamentals and get vaccinated to ensure we keep a positive trajectory to a post-pandemic Manitoba, end quote, said Schuler. Manitoba's Emergency Measures Organization's Provincial Response Team works with industry partners and experts to coordinate, collaborate, and communicate effectively in supporting the rollout of programs and services to assist in Manitoba's COVID-19 response strategy. EMO has been a critical player, including facilitating the province's overall response to personal protective equipment procurement and provision, developing the pandemic response system, ensuring 
alternative isolation accommodations were available and advising and coordinating the enforcement of public health orders under the state of emergency. The state of emergency was first declared on March 20, 2020, by the power set out in Section 10 brackets 1 and 10 brackets 2 of the Emergency Measures Act. So there you go, Manitoba. Just so you know, we are, um, Manitoba did extend the state of emergency for another 30 days. So uh, just so you know, in case you didn't watch the news conference, once again, Dr. Oh, just so you know, Dr. Brent Rusin held it by himself, so Pallister wasn't there. Um, but once again, uh, Rusin spent the first five minutes of the conference explaining that Manitoba is moving closer to a post-pandemic Manitoba, which will mean Manitoba Health will be giving health advice and not health restrictions. So he really tried to hammer this point home again. And uh, he kind of went into detail what a post-pandemic Manitoba would look like. Um, but once again, he wouldn't say when it would be, only that it's up to Manitobans and it's up to the uh, uptake on getting the vaccine. And that's both doses. But uh, yeah, he went on and on about really hammering home um, the fact that Manitoba is going to be moving to a post-pandemic Manitoba. But uh, here's a clip. Uh, my recommendation is, is a strong one and clear, is that all eligible Manitobans should be vaccinated as soon as they become eligible, and that's uh, two doses. Uh, we're getting more and more Manitobans vaccinated with each passing day, um, which means we're getting closer and closer to a post-pandemic Manitoba with each, each passing day. Um, and again, in that post-pandemic Manitoba, this is going to be a Manitoba uh, with public health guidelines uh, rather than public health restrictions. Um, this Manitoba will not be reporting cases daily of COVID-19. So we need to uh, start adjusting and getting used to not hearing daily case counts uh, on COVID-19. We know COVID-19 is going to still be with us in a post-pandemic Manitoba, um, but things like daily reports of test positivity, case counts, are just something that won't be part of a post-pandemic -Manito post Manitoba. I need to get back to living with respiratory viruses. We know there will be a resurgence of influenza and RSV uh, this fall as we, again, have more and more interactions as we move away from public health restrictions. Uh, so we're going to see respiratory illness. We're going to see a strain on the healthcare system like we do uh, in respiratory virus season. Uh, but we have to get back to um, you know, living with those uh, viruses, taking precautions, still following public health guidance. Uh, there may be individuals who are more at risk or know people around them that are more at risk of severe disease. They may take extra cautions. Um, but it will be up to us to, uh, uh, to follow public health guidance, to um, accept the, the level of risk that we may be um, personally willing to accept. Um, but moving forward, again, uh, we're moving away from public health restrictions, uh, more to public health guidelines and recommendations. And so that clip was at the, um, from the beginning of the news conference. 
And I have another clip I'm going to play, which is in response to a direct question, when, like, when Manitoba will be moving to a post-pandemic Manitoba. So, uh, because throughout the conference, in typical Manitoba fashion, they're so vague on everything. Um, so, surprisingly enough, a reporter actually did ask when we will be moving to a post-pandemic Manitoba. And uh, here is Dr. Rusin's response. Yeah, and this is this is really the path that we're we're on, uh, and we we're um, uh, moving to that to that post-pandemic Manitoba. And again, uh, to be clear, that's not a post-COVID Manitoba. We're going to see COVID for uh, the years to come. Um, it's just that we're going to move to a, a Manitoba without public health restrictions, um, more guidance, um, and and less um, uh, less time spent. Um, uh, reporting on on COVID numbers because it's endemic uh, rather than a pandemic. So when that actually occurs is um, uh, you know is not settled uh, as of right now, but we're certainly ahead of schedule on, on reaching there. We've uh, been ahead of schedule on our last two loosenings. We're going to be ahead of schedule on our uh, next set of loosenings, uh, and so we're certainly on that path, um, and that's um, uh, you know where we're where we're headed in the near future. So that was a clip at the end of the news conference. So basically from beginning to end, I just want to illustrate how vague Rusin is and how vague Manitoba has been throughout the whole pandemic. But um, it was also asked if Manitoba doesn't hit the vaccine target numbers, could we still see less restrictions due to such low numbers in the case counts and the test positivity rates? And in typical Manitoba fashion, Rusin would only respond with vaccines are the way out. And they look at a variety of factors, more than just case counts and test positivity rates. So uh, they are still encouraging all Manitobans to get both doses. And that's the way to get past these restrictions. So basically, nothing about science there. Like, if we have zero case counts, zero test positivity rates, why would we not just open up? You know what I mean? But um, nothing's made sense this whole time. But I would like to say um, the bigger story today is how Dr. Rusin is now framing it. And this is going to please our failed main mainstream media. They're just going to eat this up. But... Dr. Rusin is now calling COVID-19 the disease of the unvaccinated. Like, he's literally saying that. I guess this is the latest scare tactic that they're coming up with in an attempt to get more Manitobans to get vaccinated. I don't know. But um, on the other hand, I think this will only just divide Manitoba further, which I believe is their goal. Um, they're listening to our broken media, always crying against the reopening and uh, the little reopening that Manitoba has even had compared to other regions with far less vaccine rates. But um, I just feel like the government at this time feel that they, they can't get Manitobas on board with getting vaccinated at the rate that they want and at, at the speed that they want. So they're now just leaning towards having uh, the public shame non-vaccinated people. 
You know, like they already gave more rights to those Manitobans who are double vaxxed and it still didn't increase their numbers fast enough. And I just feel like they probably feel like they're running out of uh, options, especially since other jurisdictions are opening up completely. And once that happens, I think that our, our vaccine uptake will slow down again. But one thing the government knows that they can rely on is our broken media. So they're just, you know, our mainstream media is just going to parrot this fact that this is uh, the disease of the unvaccinated. And they're going to either try and scare or shame Manitobans into getting vaccinated. And the government's going to plant the seed and then step back and let just Manitobans and businesses do their dirty work, like I've been saying, like, weeks ago. But, like I said, our mainstream media is going to eat this up. Uh, the Winnipeg Free Press put out an article titled, One Size Should Not Fit All, and referring to the fact that uh, some regions in Manitoba have a low vaccine rate, somewhere in the 20 percentile. And the author of the um, article was making the claim that What he says is based on science, we should have a regional reopening plan and keep regions with low vaccine rates closed instead of using the uh, province-wide target. So this is just like, I'm just like saying like, this is the beginning of the divide in Manitoba that's already been started. Um, Like, first of all, there's no science in that claim of a regional reopening. And there's definitely no science in the article. I did read it. I would read it to you guys. But the free press put it behind a paywall now. And there's no fucking way I'm paying for that shit. So I can't read it to you guys. But there was no science in that claim. They just said we need a science-based regional reopening plan. So like these people have no concept of how the real, real world works. They just live in their bubble. And they sit behind a keyboard all day and just complain. That's it. They don't get out there like journalists used to. And they don't travel due to their job. Like a shit ton of Manitobans do. And not just for job, for family, for a variety of reasons. So it's so obvious a regional reopening wouldn't work. And it wouldn't be based on science. It would just be a form of punishment and that's all. Everyone knows it. Just our mainstream media don't have the balls to come out and say it. They want it to happen. They want to punish Manitobans who are not vaccinated and punish regions with low vaccination uptake. But like I said, they just don't have the balls to come out and say it. But uh, yeah, so that was an article from the free press that came out over the weekend. But in no shocker to anyone during the news conference, it was brought up again. And it was asked why not have a regional reopening due to low vaccine rates in some regions. And just, you know, teeing up Rusin to shame Manitobans who haven't yet gotten a vaccine. So in typical Manitoba fashion, without giving any relevant information, Rusin said that nothing is off the table and they still could have regional reopenings, just giving the soundbite that our media needs in order for them to sleep at night. So. But I mean, at the same time, I do believe in where Manitoba is taking nothing off the table. You know, despite 
a province next to us is, you know, not even going to require masks. But it's pretty clear that the first five minutes of Rusin going on and on and on about a post-pandemic Manitoba again for like the fourth time, for like the fourth news conference, is it's all just for our media who is, they're not going to be able to deal with this. So it's like just, they're just like letting them know, prepare for this. Um, They're going to have to find another way to scare Manitobans into uh, clicks on their shitty articles. But um, this, these, this messaging, like the first five minutes of going on and on and on about a post-pandemic Manitoba is definitely for the vaccinated Manitobans because the Manitobans who aren't already vaccinated um, they've already moved on to a post-pandemic Manitoba. They're not scared. Uh, you know what I mean? So they've already, they're, they're mentally, they're already there. They're just waiting for it to be legally. But uh, these messages are definitely for the vaccinated Manitobans who happen to be the scared Manitobans. Basically, the mainstream media's clientele, you know, the scared people. But... Um, you know, and, and this conference, it couldn't have been scripted better because the last conference really hammers home the theme of what Rusin and the government are moving towards. And that's just shaming Manitobans who haven't gotten vaccinated. So it was asked, since there doesn't seem to be a move for the province to mandate teachers to get vaccinated, like, fucking thank God there's no mandate. Um, but what kind of responsibility do the teachers have in keeping the kids safe which which was asked which just gave Rusin a softball saying that's why it's imperative that all Manitobans who are eligible to get vaccinated to do so right away and claiming once again that uh, this going forward will be a disease of the unvaccinated so just basically placing the blame on um, the unvaxxed population. So technically, this should put our broken media and our fellow scared Manitobans at ease. You know what I mean? If you have the vaccine, then you have nothing to worry about. And you shouldn't be concerned if other people are getting vaccinated. And also, you shouldn't be concerned, um, or sorry, you should be on board with a complete reopening if you have the vaccine. Because remember, this is a disease of the unvaccinated. So you have nothing to worry about. And remember, the shutdown was only to bend the curve and not overwhelm our healthcare system. It was never to eliminate all cases and the completes, you know, eliminate any sort of spread of COVID-19. So I think it's time to open up our vaccination Numbers are far greater than most provinces. And, 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 and Rusin even acknowledged that. But again, will not say when we're going to be uh, getting some uh, loosened restrictions. But you know what? I do find it odd that the people most worried about COVID are the people who are already fully vaccinated. And they're just terrified. I know it's our government loves it and our media definitely loves it. I mean, they are the one causing it. But it's just, it's weird to me that they're the ones so worried about it is the ones that are already vaccinated. They're so caught up in the fact that other Manitobans are choosing not to be. 
but to further show the divide that's being created unnecessarily in Manitoba, I'm like fucking shocked at the response from Patrick Joseph Allard being arrested over the weekend for apparently breaking his probation. And uh, literally, this all stems from a Facebook post. A Facebook post. And whether you agree with the lockdowns or not, or whether you agree with the restrictions or not, I can't believe that there are adult seen Manitobans out there that are okay with this and on board with this. And like they forget right away that this is not a one-off. I keep telling people like that. They, they, if they have this power to do it over COVID, then they have the power to do it again over something else. And the next time they do it, you might not be on the same side as the government. So I cannot believe that anyone is on board with someone getting arrested over a Facebook post. A breach of probation. Give me a fucking break. It's outrageous. It's mind-blowing how many stabbings I report on this show alone. And I don't even cover them all. And all the other violent crimes being committed daily contributed to contributing to Manitoba having four of the top 15 most dangerous places to live in Canada. And here yet, we're still focusing on words. Still, words from political opponents Words from ministers and pastors, words from social media influencers, words from ordinary frickin' Manitobans. It's fucking ridiculous already. The Facebook post that Patrick got arrested over, I'll read it to you. Like, this is it. Quote, There's only two roads into the Winnipeg Blue Bomber Stadium. I think that we could block both with a rather small amount of people on August 5th ahead of their game. That is what he posted on Facebook. There's actually no mention of any health restrictions at all, honestly. You know what I mean? Um, It blows me away that they're considering that a breach of probation. But here is the media release from the Winnipeg police. So it says, July 22, 2021, media release. Court order violation. On July 22, 2021, the Major Crimes Unit was alerted to a local anti-vaccination protest being organized on popular social media platforms. An individual was organizing people online to congregate and block all the roads entering the Investors Group field before the Winnipeg Blue Bombers game on August 5, 2021. This individual was bound by a court order that prohibits the promotion and organization of gatherings contrary to any order made under the Public Health Act. Patrick Joseph Robert Allard, 39, of Winnipeg, was arrested and charged for failing to comply with conditions of release order. And just so you know, he has since been released. But like I said, the Facebook post doesn't say anything about any sort of health restrictions. For all we know, he's protesting... Winnipeg Blue Bombers and CFL. And maybe he's protesting the fact that he wants, you know, harsher lockdowns. I mean, I know he's not, but there's nothing in his Facebook post that says anything about the health orders. 
But I just want to read to you July. These are the news releases from the Winnipeg Police. All in July. July 4th, homicide investigation. July 5th, homicide arrest. July 7th, homicide arrest, aggravated assault investigation. July 8th, dangerous operation uh, vehicle mischief. Um, homicide investigation, robbery arrest, assault with a weapon investigation, break and enters arrest, and drug offense arrest. July 9th, firearms and drug arrest, aggravated assault public assistance requested. July 13, weapons arrest. July 14, drug and weapons uh, offenses arrests. July 16, robbery with firearm arrest. July 17, homicide arrest. July 19th, point firearm utter threats arrest. July 20, firearm arrest, utter threats arrest. July 21st, officer involved shooting arrest. July 23rd, um, assault with a weapon arrest, stabbing investigation. July 25th, homicide investigation. July 26th, homicide arrest. And what I'm talking to you folks about is on July 22nd, court order violation from a Manitoban who made a fucking Facebook post. It is unreal the shithole Manitoba is going down. I, You know, I've been saying this for a while, Manitoba is fucked. It shouldn't surprise me, you know, what happens here in Manitoba after arresting politicians, pastors, social media influencers. You know, it shouldn't shock us that we're just arresting regular Manitobans for Facebook posts. You know, it's, it's fucking unreal. This is not the Manitoba that I want and uh, has nothing to do with COVID-19. We're going down a bad path, I think. We're going down a two-class divided Manitoba that I don't think is the right way to go. I think it's going to be harder to come out. But I do want to shout out to all the people that are going to the Human Rights Museum tomorrow. And they're going to try and get in, I believe, with no vaccine. And then when they get rejected, their plan is to file a human rights complaint against the Human Rights Museum, which is fucking classic. So a big shout out to that group. Um, I hope they sincerely prepare to all get arrested because, you know, it's fucking Manitoba and that's what we do. So, but shout out to them. And also a big shout out to... Uh, Maxime Bernier, who is the leader of the People's Party of Canada, who is due in Manitoba court tomorrow to deal with the arrest that took place earlier in the year in Manitoba during his Mad Max tour of Manitoba. And, uh, like, I mean, I've talked about it on the show. I'm sure all of you are aware. He got arrested here in Manitoba. So he's due in court tomorrow. So I want to shout out to him as well. But Manitoba, that is... That is the state of Manitoba we are living in. It's unfucking real. But um, that I will say one thing. Doctor Rusin did say that next week we're gonna find out um, some uh, loosening. Uh, we're gonna find out our next set of health orders. So we're gonna have to wait until then to find out what's next. But either way, Manitoba, this is not gonna be solved with one news conference. We are going down. 
negative road in my opinion and it's going to take some serious leadership to get out of it and Pallister is not capable of it. But Manitoba, that is going to do it for today's show. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Please like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff that helps out the show. It really does help. And comment, comment, comment. Let me know what you guys think. Um, if you want to follow me, you could follow me on Twitter at MBFreeThinker. Facebook, Manitoba Freethinker. Um, and I'm on most podcasts platforms but you can just go to my website uh, mbfreethinker.wordpress.com and you can get the, all the links to all my episodes so yeah like I said Manitoba thank you so much for tuning into another episode a special shout out to my daughter who is turning 15 tomorrow I love you so much kiddo I'm super proud of the young lady you're turning out to be so I love you lots. Love you with all my heart, kiddo. Um, happy birthday. Okay, Manitoba, thank you so much. I'll catch you guys in a couple days. Bye.